Hello there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Bad Batches, the only episode, uh, the only Bad Batch discussion show, hosted by the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host Charlie Ashby, and joining me as always are my beloved co-hosts, Nikki Kumar and Claire Dribbling. Hey, ooh, we get full names today. Cool. <laughs> we graduated. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I just, I've been really proud of you guys this past nine <laughs> episodes, and I just thought, time for you to grow up. There we go. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Also, by the way, I did leave the little banner on for like a, a little bit longer than usual, so people could be like, wow, what's going to happen? The suspense, oh, it's killing us. Magic. That's the power of the entertainment industry. Um, yeah. so how, are you, how is everyone? Let me tell you, man. What a weekend! Well, good. You know, <laughs> started off. Let me tell you. Thursday, nine p.m. Pacific. Started off right. Little mm. Ted Lasso. Oh. Which, what's left to be said about Ted Lasso? Amazing. Then, go a few hours. Bad Batch. Kind of. We're gonna spend a whole lot of time talking about that. <laughs> then, fast forward a few more hours. The Green Knight. Oh, Maybe. how was it? Oh, chills. Chills. Um, yeah, great stuff. And then Saturday, friend of the show and of Babble Bubble and Sacred Jedi Bricks fame, friend Reed, he and I started watching Sexy Beasts on Netflix. Oh, my God. I want to watch it so bad. So bad. Absolute train wreck bullshit. Is this the show where they're all like wearing like, weird all makeup? Costumes? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's it's yeah, like like a Hollywood level props department, and it's it's the stupidest thing, which <laughs> makes it great. Um, then yeah, Sunday, Hungarian Grand Prix goes fucking nuts. Turn one goes fucking nuts. Four people wiped out, <laughs> <laughs> and then the bad bitches. So, what a weekend. That's all I got to say. I will say, since the last time we talked, we mentioned the the guy I went to high school with who ran in Mm. the triathlon. There we go. He was the highest placing American man in history in the triathlon. He finished sixth. But his uh, mixed triathlon team, Mm. silver medal, baby. I know a silver medalist. That's cool. That's cool. but my weekend is not as happy as yours, Nikki, because I have my sh- Chicago Crumbs shirt on today. All of, all of my friends have been traded away. Everybody I love and care about. <laughs> all my friends gone. are dead. <laughs> all my friends are dead and hitting home runs on their first games in different uniforms, and I'm sad. At least Rizzo has Chicago flag gloves and cleats on, so you know he's, his heart's still in Chicago. But there you go. I I, cr- I cry. I cry. It's a heartbreaking thing, you know. Yeah. Especially Gonzo. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like baseball is even like more ruthless when it comes to trades cuz it's very much like you're going. Yeah. And and it's like, "Oh, okay then." Like I, he, I can't remember who it was. I saw some video going around of like the guy on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then he's just Chris like Chris Bryant and he starts crying. When I don't Chris know why I'm Bryant laughing, but... <laughs> and I wasn't Why are you laughing at my it's just, pain? It's just a lot. It's just a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, a lot of emotions. Bryant, that video broke me. It really did. And yeah, yeah, that's so. That's it too. Is like the craziest thing too. Is like you find out, and then literally, like you get on a plane like now, and then yeah. you play the next day. Like literally, found out Rizzo was leaving next day in a Yankees uniform. I'm like, what the? Yeah. What? Oh. It's rough. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm an Arsenal fan, fan, so <laughs> can relate. <laughs> oh yeah thanks for that <laughs> um yeah it, but it's Bad. crazy though because yeah even in like in like most most soccer situations transfers are kind of prolonged you can mm. you, you you prepare for the inevitable in a lot of scenarios yeah baseball there's like okay bye <laughs> you're bye. just up. <laughs> there was your stuff you leave you play tomorrow <laughs> yeah. is it like yeah is, is there like a big hubbub about it like is there like a big because i feel like with football or soccer there is a lot of there's there's almost a weird sort of sense of fun out of it like the last I, transfer day like when yeah. everyone's like going crazy and you just watch sky sports all day and i swear some people, people that's the baseball trade deadline some people are more yeah. into being fans of transfers than act the actual teams like i yeah, swear I know, it's true i swear people get more hype like people play fifa to do the transfers and then mm-hmm. they're like fast forward through the season blah 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 okay bring all the people in and it's oh like yeah God. it's 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 the wildest thing yeah, yeah crazy Weird stuff. shit crazy stuff but yeah all good apart from that then oh yeah yeah other than that things have come pretty well oh, can't complain too much Oh, bless. It was my brother's birthday, and I got to see him for the oh. first time in like six months because I was in California. So that was cool. Well, happy birthday to. Are you going to give a shout out or just insert <laughs> brother name here? Happy birthday, Dan. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Everything buffered for a minute. I was like, and am I gone? Am I here? What have, what's happened? <laughs> yes. But, happy uh, birthday, Dan. Last birthday in his 20s. Happy birthday, Dan. HBD. HBD. Hey, Matthew. We're just in uh, our, you know, our usual, for some reason, talking about sports stage at the beginning of the Bad Batch episode. Um, did I tell now, you guys that I'm, I'm related to an Olympian? Who? Oh. Yeah, I found this out like, a, like, a, like 10 years ago, maybe. And um, uh, it was a boxer called William Philo, who apparently I'm related to. Uh, on my nan's side, I believe. Is he active and... or older? No, this is this is a uh, this is like the London Olympics in 1910. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so you didn't meet. <laughs> do you know what? I, I didn't. I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> he died in in the Somme, oh, so sure. I wasn't. I wasn't planning to go there in 1914, but <laughs> can relate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really want to go. Like, a, do you actually have British in you? If you don't, aren't related to someone who died in the song. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't think you are. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> My goodness. Oh bless. But no, yeah, it's really cool. Um, got bronze medal. That's cool. great. Nice. And, and according to the history, historical records that I've read, read up on, and like someone's wrote like a whole page about him. Um, apparently, it might have been he deserved the silver medal. But Got apparently robbed. the person he was fighting was the son of a gentleman. Oh, no. And the referee was preferential to the, the son of the gentleman. And, um, you know. It's like I the Wimbledon wife. guy when they left the tie on the chair. They're like, you're not. 
you're not fancy enough, Vlad. You don't get the tie presented to you. you just leave work, it for you. Working class? You know our sports? I don't think so. Thank <laughs> God. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much yeah, all, all that. Um, but, yeah, I think that's all we got. Caught up and everything. Why don't we dive into the thing that we all enjoyed this week, I think we can all say, which is the latest episode of The Bad Batch called War Mantle. What a show. Right? Pretty good, right? We should do a yeah. show about it. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I read the title, I was like, oh, my nipples. <laughs> I need to come. It's not even started. I need to calm down. Like, I was like, Charlie I know, I was like <laughs> Project War Mantle. Charlie needs to take care of his black saber at the moment, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Fully ignited. Christ. <laughs> Don't know what that was on that data tape that Jim was looking at. Mark. Thank goodness. Omega. <laughs> uh, yeah, did you see that about the whole Mark Omega thing? I didn't actually. I didn't see anything, but I heard of it. Yeah, like, I just never really noticed that before the whole Mark Omega Rogue One plan. So, for those who aren't aware, if you go back and watch Rogue One, obviously, War Mantle is one of the projects that is listed when they're looking for the Stardust. But also, one of the other ones is called Mark Omega. So, people are like, hmm, that's very interesting that they've used Mark that. Hamill Omega. <laughs> Behind the Mark scenes Hamill. for the rescue. <laughs> Mark Hamill in full Luke costume and Omega's there too. That, you that's imagine? a Disney Plus show. Project Mark, Mark Omega. There we go. I actually do have a theory about Omega and another project, but I'll I'll save that for later. Please that do. popped into my head. Um but yeah, like I was like, what, what, what could that mean? Mark Omega, like is that her first name? <laughs> is it actually Mark? <laughs> Call me it's Mark. Like- <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh, it's like uh, hey, I love to bring it back to Ted Leslie or Ted Leslie, Ted Lasso. <laughs> but I'm a feminine junior, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> she's a she's a masculine junior. Oh, oh my god. goodness! Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Like, it could be that. Um, but yeah, I was just like super hyped about that. So all that everyone. Talking, so I, was, I wanted to get my, no, go in the episode, go in calm, collective, and then it starts off with a chase scene, and I'm like, God damn it, <laughs> clone is getting chased. This is this is big stuff. I'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. put everything in there. I'm gonna put everything in there. I'm so glad I did because this episode was one to remember. Now let's kick start off with our discussion. Now, if you haven't watched the show before, what we do is we go through key points of the episode in chronological order but we don't necessarily have to stick to that order we just do it because it's easier uh, but we'll start off with the vague rex needs help the bad batch get a little communique from our good friend rex who's off somewhere and i know it's like ridiculous to say every specific thing reminds you of something else but this little hologram moment reminded me of attack of the clones when uh, Obi-Wan rings up uh, Anakin and Padme. I was like, no, oh, destroy droids. Peace out. <laughs> cool, cool, Coruscant. Um, Rex's Uber Eats arrived. That's why it did. My chili fries. <laughs> I've got to go. I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. No, the episode was wild. Like, just, I, I try not to do this every week. 
I don't think I have many times, but I think this one was my favorite so far. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, just that opening already of the, the chase. And, you know, I think um, once again, can't be enough said about the way this show is shot, animated, cinematography, especially this one. I don't know what it was like about this one in particular. I think Joel Aaron talked about um, the, his influences from like the deer hunter. Um, but there was something about this one that was just so wild and just the way it was shot, the depth, depth of, uh, it was like the whole thing was filmed in like portrait mode <laughs> on the iPhone. It, it like, really was. Like you had that, the blurred depth. Um, and yeah, and it started with this this chase scene of uh, a guy we will soon find out. Um, but I thought it was very cool how it, they never showed the helmets. And that was sort of like the, the first click of something is happening with mm -hmm. this. This is different. Um, because if they were just regular clones, they would have shown the full clones. And it, now it's like um, that, that, very, that felt very much like the first, um, the first sort of indicator and then just that scene alone was almost very um like horror-y yeah. you know like you think about you know most dangerous game or sort of like battle royale or um uh even a part of game of thrones when the the dogs are chasing after um one of ramsey's gals <laughs> uh, and just the that whole vibe of being hunted um yeah it was it was pretty tense and then and yeah, it was it was so cool. And then yeah, Rex shows up with with a request, which is I was very so cool. Excited. Yeah, I was so excited to get that because I feel like this episode is the jumping off point for the finale. Obviously, this episode I feel like set up our two episode finale. And with one, we'll talk about them in a bit. But the Kamino and stuff, which we'll talk about next, because it is definitely a bullet point. And with Rex being like, hey, yo, let's get to clones, bros. And also the fact that the clones are being phased out. Mm. This is super, all of this being like dropped in this episode, I'm like, and here's the finale setup. Here we go. Here comes the big climactic ending to season one of The Bad Batch and hopefully continuing into season two, should it be renewed. Um, but you're so, you're so right, Nikki. There were some moments with the cinema, like the way that they that they had it animated, where it would just be like forest, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's just like what up, bro, Axiom? What's up?" Hey. Um, but there would just be moments where you'd see the trees and you'd see the landscape, and then all of a sudden, and I'd for like forget for a second, I'm watching an animated thing, and then all of a sudden the Bad Batch hops into the frame like over a, a rock, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, wow, this is not real life. This is." amazing they would mm -hmm. it's it just keeps getting better and better and it's oh i'm so excited that now we're getting into that now we're getting into the clone rescue because this is the part that's gonna break me i'm ex i'm so excited yeah yeah it's really been it's been a big build up to this because i mean it's it's pretty early they start doing the re the human recruits mm -hmm. like they were just mm -hmm. a conscript or whatever um and i think even in one of those early episodes, they say War Mantle, right? Like, it was yeah. dropped somewhere. Yeah. Um, so, like, we we know this was coming, and now it's like, and now it's it's one of those scary things where it's like it's actually here now. It, it's very different when 
when it's like, oh yeah, War Mantle, huh? And you're like, ah, oh, Rogue One, that's fun. And now it's like, <laughs> now seeing it is like, oh shit, this is happening. Got like, a lot less fun. <laughs> yeah, and like this, it's also the scary thing about the Republic because it's like that facility wasn't built overnight. Like mm-hmm. that was there, mm-hmm. and that's creepy. Um, and there's and like we saw that in Clone Wars with the big base on Coruscant, which is like. This is this is really big industrial like military industrial complex shit right here, um, and you know seeing that and then that translates into you know this big damn fort that we see, um, you know later on in the episode, it's uh it's it's pretty creepy what you know parts of the Republic were up to, um, certainly during these late phases of the war, and yeah it's uh it's just it's just crazy to like see it all happen now. The first time I saw that base, my first thought was like, this is very star killery in its design in this mm-hmm. big crater in the middle sort of thing. I'm like that better. Yeah. And I was very relieved for it not to be that route yet. I'm like, please don't be testing anything of that nature quite yet. Mm-hmm. We would have heard about it. We would have heard about it at some point um, if it had probably. But I was like instantly that the setting of that base just made my stomach go into knots. I'm like, oh, no. And that another fun thing that planet really reminded me of the like very first Rogue One teaser, where it's sort of like you you fly over mm-hmm. the jungle planet, and it's like and Obi Wan's like for a thousand generations, and um and then you see the the Death Star sort of like faded shot. Um, it kind of reminded me of like that because obviously that sort of idea got uh, shifted away and. It'd be cool if they sort of repurposed this idea of this sort of jungly um, sort of facility planet into the into war mantle now. Yeah, and I think what I love about that as well is that there's so much plied throughout everything that sort of builds up to it. Like you said, the actual building of it reminded me very much of two things. First of all, it reminded me a lot of the mixture of the base we kind of see in the Mandalorian and also the, the base we see in um, Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Like on Kashyyyk. Like now that yeah, it's yeah. like plugged into the actual planet itself. I really like that design. But what it also reminded me of, like the little details and facts, like so many things plied throughout, which I just really do love. There's so much connections. Um, including apparently, I haven't read the book, but I was doing some research for the episode because I just so, when I get really excited about something, I just have to like keep digging into stuff. So, in uh, have you read Battlefront Twilight Company? Oh no, I, I didn't finish haven't. it. I started like I started it a while ago and and never got back into it. So there's references about how the stormtroopers were originally trained by the Republic commandos, mm-hmm. and that idea is now fully fleshed. And now we know that the Republic commandos were all brought in and actually taken to this base, and that is what War Mantle is: is them being trained by these groups. Which I thought was really cool, and I feel like when they, we, we realize who the clone is later on, we're like, it makes, like, oh, okay, make, that makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense why they're there. But like you said, there's just so much great details in the episode that I just really love. I know we talked about how beautiful the show looks, and I do agree. Like you saw me earlier on this season, just completely every week blown away. But I do have to say, if I see david collins or any of the sound design team yes. at some point in the future if it's a celebration or just anywhere i will buy them as many drinks as they want they can have my kidney <laughs> they can have like 
the sound design in this week's episode was just like magnificent. I was just so delighted. Whether that's like the actual music for the Kinda Brothers or if it's like the little sound effects you hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were we were treated well this week. Very, very well. Yeah, they took us time. out for dinner. They <laughs> they offered to pay for both of us, which is really nice actually. Um they didn't pressure us to go home. <laughs> they gave us on the, the number, it was great, you know? Like I was really really happy with they hit us with the, the shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was gonna go. We got wined and dined, but no, Nikki, we're gonna go right there, aren't we? <laughs> he checked us home. <laughs> oh my! Is that the first time we've seen a um, like stun on one specific part of the human body, or like alien body, and like keep going and anything? Mm-hmm. I think it is. Um, apart from like someone like Poncrell taking a few stun blasts, I think. Yeah. Um, He's absolute lad. Yeah. <laughs> big unit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I think it might be. So yeah, you see the limp leg trying to keep going. Really cool. Yeah, we see a few moments like that in the episode, which I think, mm-hmm. again, it's one of those great little when people say, like, characterization, why don't they just go into detail via dialogue? I'm like, that is literally character like explanation through action yeah. you know that Republic commandos are more tougher their armor is much better than the others and yeah I thought it was really cool yeah. why don't we dive on to the second point which I feel like is the main well not the main thing but we've got it's a big part of the episode which is also oh, really quickly while we, while we okay. still have Rex there um, I thought I'll bring, I think Rex, I'll bring Rex back there we go <laughs> I always think it's a great thing when they use Rex because it affects Echo more than anyone else yeah and yeah. this this, um, especially with Rex coming in and saying, yo, got something for you. Um, and Echo is, Echo is an absolute ride or die, right? Like, he's like, I'm there. I'm there, buddy. Like, don't, don't, you don't even need to tell me. <laughs> it's like, just give me, a, give me a place. I'm there. Um, and I, I think that's always great, especially when, when Hunter, because they are, I believe, in the middle of a job for Sid. Um, and Hunter's the one having to say, Again, he's he's team dad, right? And he's like, okay, we gotta weigh the options. We gotta make sure everyone's okay. Again, and a great comedy moment from Wrecker of, uh, oh yeah, oh. He, he's right, he's right, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, Jack makes a good point. <laughs> that's, that's, that's already been memed. <laughs> Someone's edited Wrecker into uh, the uh, the Mace Windu Anakin uh, Palpatine scene. That's amazing. So, but Anakin goes, he should be he should be on trial. He goes. Kids got a point. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, it it set, it just sets up a really good team dynamic. When not not to say they're at like um, they're at not like opposing points of views, but just yeah, slight be. sorry, <laughs> just slight different motivations for each of them, and that always makes a very um, sort of interesting dynamic for when a, a decision needs to be made. Yeah. yeah, put Echo in the little hat. I, yeah, I love Echo. This episode, I think, what's great as well is they, they, the importance of. I think sometimes people, like, obviously, Echo's a soldier, so he has to put some sort of, he has to move forward in some sort of way. Like, I don't think he's constantly going to be like focusing on the droid aspect of himself. Like, some people thought he might, or like he would find offense to being called like a droid or compared to a droid. I don't think that is how he works. But when it comes to other brothers. 
and they're like helping them out, that's absolutely a, a triggering point for him. So when he brings up the fact that if it wasn't for the Bad Batch and Rex, he would have been left there as well. And he can't possibly leave this person behind as well. I thought it was a really <laughs> great moment. So bad for Hauser. <laughs> He's I like, know. I'll wait I'll wait for him. They'll be back. <laughs> Someday. It's another team. Another team's working on that. <laughs> they better be. He's like, yep, they'll be here. <laughs> He's like a fucking millhouse, like throwing the frisbee to himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really like the fact that he like was so hell bent on getting this mission done, and you know they do. And I like how the Bad Batch actually have respect for Rex as well, and um, that we do have a bit of time. Also, yeah, to point out the fact that I like the way that time is shown in the series. This is still the same year as you know the final season of the Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith, but also time has moved forward definitely by months and stuff. So we've seen how these. These soldiers have been trained, and like you said, Nikki, I think what's important is that this isn't an overnight thing. This didn't happen post-Republic. This has been yeah. happening during the Republic. Yeah. One of my favorite introductions in new canon is the idea, and it's so brilliant because it feels so realistic, which is the idea of... It's like a beautiful, beautiful written story is in Catalyst, but it's just so great how they manipulate A New Hope Rogue One and the Clone Wars together, which is the political mm. idea that the plans from Episode Two were caught with Poggle the Lesser when they were building a Death Star, and then the Republic are like, "Okay, the Separatists are building a, a super weapon. We need to make our own super weapon to like if they're making one, like nuclear missiles, right? Like, oh, if mm. Russia's building one, we got to build one. So it's like armament against each other, but it's the exact same plans." using the Genosian still. And then by the end of the war, they're like, well, yeah, the Separatists aren't here, but we've got this. We've got this Death Star that needs... Sweet base. We, we might as well just finish it, right? Like, yeah. We might as well just like, keep, keep doing it. Like, yeah, it's so brilliant. And I like how the way like the Senate are like, yeah, sure, whatever, fuck it. Well, fine, yeah, cool. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, it's a fucking super weapon. <laughs> and it's the same design. Um, so yeah, I like that, how they like the way Palpatine manipulates all the all the stuff like that. It's yeah. like good, he good. knew what was going on on both sides. Isn't that funny? It's like he planned the whole thing. This Palpatine Man, guy. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> you know what? He's he's some fan, he's some phantom menace. This man. Ah. Uh, let's go on to the second point, which is Alarm of Sue is finished. Because I spent about two seconds on that title. Um, we go into the Kaminoan subplot of this week's episode. We go back to Kamino. Um, you're talking about how the, the episode looks and how gorgeous it is. That opening with the Imperial Venator. That that just wasn't right. Like it was, <laughs> I was like I was like a, I wanted to like slap him in the face, but how dare you? <laughs> 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 like you kiss your mama with that mouth like it was it was just dirty it was filth man filth on the screen smut 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 well you i, I guess it, we revealed what our preference is because you're angry and i'm like oh hello yeah <laughs> it's the same reason why when you see the uh that shot in episode three at the end 
when it cuts to them overseeing the Death Star and it's the Imperial Venators and the, the V-Wings. Mm. I'm like, oh my god. Hold me, hold me, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, it's just so good. And the, yeah, but the proximity between the Star Destroyer and the um, the place was pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to um, Daniel Logan, who, who wasn't retained as young uh, clones. But I kind of like I kind of like the little the Bradley voices. <laughs> yeah, they were they were kind of funny. They were. Funny. I, I, it was funny though. Like we haven't really like seen much of them. Mm. Um, you know, there's all these like it, it's just one of those things. It's like you you know they're a part of that world, and then but it's just like we haven't seen them for so long. It's still like oh yeah, <laughs> I got those little kids around. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, poor guy. He's like, we're gonna be soldiers still, right? Like, oh. We are gonna be soldiers, though, oh, buddy. Yes, you're Walk gonna be a farmer. Walk into the door, and it's just a big scenario. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs> like immediately giving them like life crisis. Like, or it's a hole, <laughs> and they just they just fall into the water. <laughs> they become fish people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Kaminoans are. There you go. They just accidentally fell into the water. Yeah, I mean, bless them, bless the hearts. Do you reckon they're to like, because they've got all those eggs, right, and the babies? Do you reckon they're to like spruce up the machine, like like an oven, like turn up the toaster, cook them a bit? I'm like, come on, oh. it's just a bunch of ninety nines going. Hang on, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do oh, they do? No. What do they do there? Oh no. Oh, no, I don't know, but I don't like it very much. It's a question. I'm gonna, gonna have to sleep on that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're both just staring into the distance. Like. I know. I didn't. I didn't want to think about dead baby talk during today's episode of the Bad Betches, but apparently... I didn't mean dead baby. I meant like gradually age them up. Oh, Quicker. gradually age them. I thought you were oh, saying. Where like, were you going? I thought you were saying like cook them, as in like cook no. the egg, kill them. I'm like, oh no, my I god. Mean, like, Cook it a bit faster, turn the heat up a little bit, make them grow a bit faster. Oh, we're, we're still working in the incubator. That's what you're saying. Yeah. I see. I see. I don't want to cook the babies. No. <laughs> I just want them to be made a little faster. I love that is a statement that you need to clarify. I don't want to <laughs> cook the babies. I'm not a child. I'm not saying we want to see kids killed on an anime show. Um, no, I mean like I mean, it's like The Sims. Maybe like they, the Kaminoans are put in and like the cheat codes, money load. <laughs> spend Rosebud. all my money on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Age up fast. Oh man. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I thought it was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, what did you think about Lama Sue and the whole idea that the contracts have officially been cancelled? Uh, Camino, I'm assuming, has lost not only its status in the um, in the empire, but probably its seat in the Senate as well. I would imagine. Yeah, maybe so. Um, Especially after this, if if it wasn't before, now this is going to be the nail in the coffin that does it. Yeah, and again, it's it's just continuing that chickens coming home to roost. Like these are these are all things that were put in place um, with the sort of imperial takeover. Of the facilities, and then yeah, now and now I think we always kind of wonder, we're like, oh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna? Oh, Lamasu, what's he gonna do? And then turns out not much, <laughs> not 
not much for this part. <laughs> guy, guy, uh, guy got um, got caught out by Rampart, which was uh, pretty pretty creepy. Not gonna yeah. lie. And he's like, oh. basically just like oh, the scientists we can use, but bye. Yeah. That's so terrifying. Just being like, you're not useful to us. We're gonna eliminate you just like that. Like that's terrifying and they were gonna do it either way like but man i i knew that these things weren't gonna end well for the kaminoans but this is uh, a little ominous a little ominous yeah i do appreciate rampart like he's not this over-the-top dramatic operatic villain he's very real life villain i think that's kind of scary in the sense that he it's not like he's genuinely actingly looking for Actingly, that's not a word. It's not like he's genuinely looking for a way to maybe imp- improve or like get the commandos, and he wants them gone. Mm-hmm. He needs to find a good political way to get rid of them. Good the way same to way get with one free ties. Like I'll shoot you in the head if I have to. Like, back, like you know, do what I say. Back the hell up. Um, and that's scarier to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's people like him and people like like Tarkin where. Like they're 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 different to the Sith because they're not motivated by this like cosmic force of of darkness. They're just they're just doing the There's the this. job, and the job is brutal. And they're they're the assholes to do it. Like um like they there's just the joy of the power is is yeah. like all they need. And and yeah, it's like and this is it goes back to the Raxus episode, Ryloth. Like these are the the moves to destabilize and then fill voids. Like they're just like, yeah, it's, it's acts the politicians. It's, you know, they, they had the senators in their pockets. They have, you know, no need for the prime minister. Um, so yeah, no, it's, again, it's just this, this wide narrative all season long of what it's like to see the empire take over and, and what it's like, you know, in, we, you know, we saw it in places like, Pantora, where they were cheering, right? They're cheering the the, the clones yeah. in the street, and so, yeah, it's obviously different in Camino, not really a civilian population to to find out. But like, I think yeah, it's sort of the opposite of that, where no one here has a choice, and like for all we know, there there could be a mass execution of Kaminoans. Like, that's that's Very as likely. likely as likely yeah. as anything else. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Mining disaster. Right. They're mining for that underwater ore. <laughs> right under Topoka City. <laughs> it's just it was just a real real tragedy. No one could just, have foreseen it. I just love the idea that, that Vader has like a little like poker deck of like <laughs> like ideas of like what could have happened. He's like <sighs> That's like that episode disaster. of uh <laughs> that episode of Thirty Rock where they try to record the, the Yes, the natural <laughs> disasters. <laughs> He just has Robert De Niro like reading lines like when, when the mudslide hit after the tsunami and the fire the fireworks factory got hit and all the fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like going, yeah. So Darth Vader is Jack Donaghy confirmed. <laughs> he just got different like Amazing. The moon blew up. Size <laughs> noodles singing the the, the song. <laughs> She's like, when the bad thing that happened happened to. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Uh, King George the Sixth says, "I wonder how many of those young clone cadets managed to escape." 
do we know if the Empire only caught the medical supplies being evacuated or if the cadets got away? I reckon it was a bit like Order 66 with an Uno card reverse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's oh, no. rough. It's, who, like, yeah, I mean, who knows? It, it's, uh, it's rough, though. It's rough. I wonder, I wonder what our next um, scene on Camino is going to be. I feel like I reckon that obviously they've probably brought Hunter back to Camino, right? Yeah, could see that. Probably. So maybe that's the finale. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, <laughs> there you go, Jeremy. I do the I do the electric slide with the best of them. I'm I'm there. <laughs> We're with you, Jeremy. King George VI also says maybe they'll appoint a new puppet prime minister until the imperial governors take over, like the Cardassian that took over from DMR from the Dominion in Deep Space Nine. If anyone watched that, I I just think they'll just get rid of the seat on Camino. Like there's no yeah. need for them once that Camino because they have the seat in in the Senate because of the fact that they're the clone. They're creating the clone army. Mm-hmm. Once the clone army are irrelevant, I feel like not many people will uh, care, and if they do won't get talked about as often. R.I.P. to the best named Star Wars Senator, Hallie Bertoni. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So good. Um, Hopefully they're right. Yeah, I don't have a very optimistic outlook of what I think the next plan is. I think that this is a look at what the Kaminoans were doing. They were trying to take all of this property and all of this stuff away from what is as of now a part of the empire they are committing treason against the empire they're going against the wishes of the empire we gotta take them out i think that i think that this is a very very dangerous spot for any kaminoan to be in right now um i foresee violence in the future (laughs) i don't don't i'm looking I see blaster bolts. <laughs> My dear, you've seen the Grim. The Grim. The Grim. That's what I see for all of Camino is the Grim. <laughs> I need glasses. I'm really big glasses to I see bring a, my point home. A wolf. A gray wolf in your cup. And then Rex is like, go. I know who that is. I know that guy. <laughs> He's got a real cute laugh. <laughs> I know um, it's Gregor. Gregor's a cute laugh which we got to hear this week so many times. The first little giggle out of Gregor. Sorry, that's a tangent. I just, my whole body relaxed. I was just like, oh, I'm home. I'm home. I love that it's confirmation that the explosion made him loopy. Yes. yes. <laughs> he, was, he was a pretty chill guy on Abafar. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. I'll protect all of you droids. I'm a hero of the Republic. I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's perfect. Yeah, perfect I also bad. love that he's not that far. Like he's a, he's a little bit quirky, mm-hmm. and he's he's get, but he's also I feel like that plus isolation must not be helpful, oh, especially yeah. when the only people that you spent your life with for like 19 years are basically yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I look in the mirror, and it's not me. <laughs> for sure, it's a weird um, life. There is there are two specific moments in this episode which I thought was really cool, which is I like to call like reflections or like reversals of things we see in Rebels. 
which is kind of fun now because you know like when rebels we get to see like reversals or repeats and complete complete story arcs for some characters that we saw in clone wars and rebels and now we get kind of like a reversal with uh some of the stuff we can see that from rebels in the bad batch whether that's with Hera and stuff one of my my favorite parts for this week's episode there was two of them in particular one was the fact that if the Kamin uh, the Kaminoans are to be it, it it kind of fits the theme that the two major races introduced into Attack of the Clones who are responsible for setting up both the Republic and the Separatists were wiped out by the Empire. Yeah. No loose ends. No loose ends. Yep. This is this is how they this is how they operate. Like it's Absolutely. it's uh it's pretty brutal. And the other one I will save for a little while. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but why don't we just jump into the main part of this week's episode, which is obviously War Mantle and the TK Troopers. Look. <laughs> just pause. <laughs> when I saw that armor design, I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> Not only that, like they could just introduce... Like they could have just introduced the normal stormtrooper design, and I'd be like, "That's amazing!" Oh my god! One, they've introduced a new one that is now a proto thing. So this is like when my, this is like when I was like eight, and I saw the Phase Two trooper clone trooper for the first time, and I was like, "Oh my god, that looks a little bit like a stormtrooper, but a little bit like a clone trooper." <laughs> like it might explode it. Now I'm like, "Oh my god, guys, this looks a little bit like a clone trooper, a little bit like a stormtrooper." What's going? <laughs> I can't handle this. Like I'm getting excited. Um, which is, you know, proves that you never grow up. Um, I was so excited to see the designs. Obviously, a, a riff on the Ralph McQuarrie design for Stormtroopers. Yeah. But it fits so well in that Clone Wars design. Still fits with the prequel aesthetic. Which, again, is a, is a nod to how clever and creative both um, Ralph McQuarrie and all the, uh, the artists for the prequels were. It just was so cool to see them. Yeah. By themselves, though pretty awesome having that with the new hope death star imperial music i mean yeah the little, the little like uh leitmotif that does not show up much yeah right like it's in a new hope and then and Rogue One. Solo. like it's it's but it's it's also it's like instantly iconic though like you know exactly what it is mm-hmm. and yes. it's it's just funny because it's like it's it's a great tool as well because it's the, the imperial march is so heavy, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, like this is this is very middle management, right? You know, um, and and just perfect for these guys. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just seeing their armor was great. I'll tell you the thing that changed my life though. Oh, he back, baby. Oh. He back. <laughs> my man Scorch <laughs> is in there. Doing not great shit, maybe, but <laughs> he's in there. It was beautiful to see you, my boy. Um, yeah, just great. And like, and again, going back to sort of your, you brought up the Twilight Company reference, um, but like, it even goes into Legends. Um, if you know the Republic Commando novels, um, you sort of see how, you know, there's a, um, what's it called? There's like the um, Mandalorian, like Super Commandos. Um, yeah, they they're the ones who like train the clone the clones the commandos the arc troopers, um, and then even 
outside of Star Wars, this is real life. You know, of special forces being used to train. Um, you know, not not only uh, you know your own forces, but you know, sort of um, like local places. Like they'll just send the commandos to go train like local freedom fighters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just it's just a really cool, very real feeling um, step to have the commandos being the ones training. And um, and then of course, using using one of the Republic commandos is always a, a fucking win. It's it's so cool. Like when they when they showed up in the Clone Wars, that was like, um, but yeah. Now having having Scorch here, taking his hits, like a like a real champ, he took him. Um, and also like, you know, during the escape and all that, um, you could see Commando Brain as well, because like mm-hmm. the TKs are just like, <laughs> and uh, and Scorch is like jumping on the outside of like elevators and shit, and, and yeah. So like that was cool. Um, but yeah, what what a just like an, an insane sequence of events, um, you know, that when they, and they're trying to like tech tries to use the Republic codes and shit. And Gregor's like, you fucking moron. For someone who is so smart, he is so dumb sometimes, tech. Yeah. Well, like, he's, he's, come on now. He's a uh, tunnel visioned. Yeah, think, he's very you know? tunnel visioned. It's like, um, that's the thing. And, uh, and yeah, it, but it, it's just so cool. And again, it's, I guess like part of the tragedy again, I mean, if if you play if you play those Republic Commando games, or you just sort of know the characters loosely and how they they fit, and now you're seeing them serve serve the bad guys, and it's just the tragedy of the Clone Wars again. They 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 like beating this over our heads uh, in recent years. <laughs> like, oh, you, you like some of this bitch, <laughs> and they're just, <laughs> just like whacking you with Order sixty six. Like, um, remember but, yeah. everything you love. We're gonna make it turn on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make the heroes the bad guys. That's fun. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it was just a lot. It was a lot to take in. Um, sort of watching the war, the war machine, the war mantle, um, in action. Yeah, and I think it does a great job at explaining why the stormtroopers are such a great force. It's not necessarily that they're a good battle squad. They're not. They're nowhere near the proficient as the clones, but that shot when you just see a bunch of them, it's terrifying. You're like, oh, god damn. Like, yeah, they can miss, but there's like when there's a 20 of them, yeah. <laughs> likelihood of you surviving. They're the new battle droids. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. That's pa- Palpatine was pulling the strings on both sides. The battle droids were just these super weak things that are coming to just in waves and waves and waves to overwhelm with numbers. The clones were skilled and have the human element of creativity. This combines the two. Yeah. This combines mm-hmm. the two sides of the war Palpatine was on. The sheer numbers and the human element to it. It's very, very interesting and kind of cool how how much it makes sense. It's the same with yeah. the TIE fighters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. eh, don't put a shield on them. <laughs> Just yeah. mass produce. Um, exactly. We'll, we'll so, have yeah. another guy to put in there, right? Yeah, sure. But, guess, but get this. It's fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it. Sign me uh, up. Uh, Chris says, I love this episode so much. It's great to see the transition from clones to stormtroopers and so much potential this building. Clan Rebellion. I e- want to see it. I think I think we will see it. And I don't think the I don't think the outcome will be a positive one. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna hurt. For our, for our heroes. <laughs> to yeah. quote the great Captain Tarples. 
<laughs> Ouch time. Oh, it's gonna hurt my it's gonna hurt me on every level, but I want it. It's gonna hurt so good. It's gonna hurt so good. Good yeah. lord. Um yeah, I agree. I think we're gonna get emotionally affected. Maybe Did you see broken? David Collins? David Collins when he was like, Can't wait for people to see the last three episodes. Makes me emotional thinking about it already. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like, damn it, David, why are you doing this to me now? I don't have I don't have time to like worry three weeks in advance. <laughs> Look, I could, this is why this is why Star Wars is so complicated because I could be fo- there's so much to focus on. And half of my brain was like, this is gonna be really bad emotionally, I'm really upset, like I don't know what's gonna happen. And then the half of my brain is like they're using the same using the same sounds for the for the, for the E11s and the New Hope. <laughs> this is some good stuff. Like the little sound effects. The yeah. Um I did actually double check to see if they actually had like if the new stormtroopers had E11s or some sort of precursor. They don't. It's still the um the clone blaster, which I can't remember the top of my head. It's like It's like DC fifteen. DC seventeen or something. something. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, it wasn't it's still that, but they used the sound effects, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a different bolt <laughs> they're using. Um, they there changed some, the ammo. <laughs> yeah, the Imperial Decor, again, is what I like to call... Since we learned about it in... Um, in also in Catalyst, I like to call it Krennic Chic, because he's the architect <laughs> and he designs these buildings. Mm-hmm. So I like to call it a little, you know, the, the Krennic Chic design. Uh, I thought it was really awesome to hear, like, the little sound effects, like we said, the lay motifs... There's also like small little lay motifs from A New Hope that wasn't necessarily just the Death Star theme. There was a little bit, of, I know like David Collins has mentioned before that um, the little section when they're hiding in the Falcon and it uses that little section from Psycho. Oh seems yeah. To be a little bit of that music in there as well. Mm. I think if you listen closely, I can't remember if it's the, if it's the scene on Camino or if it's, the, actually it might be the scene when the V-Wings start getting up. It sounds a bit like the Republic theme, but like twisted. Mm. Yeah. If you listen closely, I feel like the music there is is the Republic theme, but they're twisted into like a darker sort of sense. Um, really cool. I really love the new outfit for the Stormtroopers. I think it, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the season, we see them completely geared up, maybe potentially. Um, or I don't know, maybe we'll see them just keep using this one for a little while. Um Either way, um, and I, I don't think that the, the clone troopers are going to be completely wiped out either. I'd like for future seasons, if we do get future seasons, we'll see a mixture maybe of some clones and TK troopers. But yeah, yeah. so we, we get introduced to them. We find out, of course, the person who Rex wanted to help was Captain Gregor, mm-hmm. our favorite crazy clone. Um, who can I just say something? No. Uh, uh, this might this might be controversial. I think I told Nikki about this the other day because I need I needed some like yeah, backup on this. I needed like to make sure I wasn't going crazy. Captain Howe's all right. Mm-hmm. He's been knocked off a perch for me. There we go. I'm gonna say it. Gregor is hotter. You think Gregor is hotter? Mm. He's Bill. Have you seen? Did you see him? He was yeah, like, yeah. He, he was he was fit. Thicker than oatmeal, man. <laughs> Thicker yeah. than oatmeal. And Claire, he makes you laugh. He does make me laugh. His just like 
infectious giggle. He just fills me with joy, like slightly deranged joy. I just, yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> he is, the, he is, he is. I'm just saying there's something about like Hauser that's like a Disney prince. He's like almost like Aladdin personality who's just like, oh, I'm cute and I'm doing, I'm trying to do the right thing and trying to do the thing for Ryloth. Just there's something about Hauser that strikes me as Disney Prince energy, and there's something about Gregor that's just like Mad Hatter energy. <laughs> he, I don't know. I think Hauser now is kind of like he's in one of those like nine, like late nineties to noughties Disney films where they're like reverting the the storyline, so you're expected to fall in love with Hauser because mm. he's the traditionally groomed like prince, whereas. Uh, Gregor is like the the thicker working class lad who fan, like likes you, but you don't realize it till the end of the film. You're like, oh and, my god, he likes me, and then you turn around, and he's like, hey everyone, I'm crazy. <laughs> Hauser better not be trying to kill uh, Elsa and shit. Tell <laughs> 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 you, man, if he's like all of a sudden, what if he's the one who kills the mom? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord, don't you put that out there. And then Greg is like, hi! <laughs> I'll stop this! <laughs> is that a snow man? <laughs> Goodness. I think that, yeah, I'd love that. Uh, you know, I just think he's, he, he's, he's the one who's right for everyone. Uh, do you want me to get into my depressing Rebels comparison now, the second one? <sighs> Play it on us. So, Gregor gets shot, right? Mm -hmm. Here. And he's like, don't worry, that won't take me out. And then later on, it's ironic because later on, of course, he does get shot in the chest. And I thought that was a nice little nod to Rebels. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, but you you will, though. (laughs) It will will kill you one day. It will take you out. I mean, even then, just taking that scene alone, like, how much this adds to it when when i think his dialogue before he dies like it was like it was an honor to fight with you for something this time we yes. believe in it um oh and it's like and now and now this is part one of that journey right yes. like um so yeah it's again it, yeah it's, it's what's so magical about these things when when it happens whether it's the clone wars to the prequels or rebels to the clone wars or the bad batch to fucking everything um it's like these these little moments that you can that just sort of change the perception or add to add another layer to what you know already. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's good shit. Uh, Brent Age of Grogu says, hey, Lama Su tells Nalu Say to gather those essential. I wonder if that means clones that are loyal to Kaminoans. I think the two troopers who were ordered to kill Lama Su were their allies for an escape. Interesting. Mm. I thought they were elite squad dudes. They, yeah, I think they might have been. Um, <laughs> I'd be wary if they were <laughs> being friendly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I wonder, I wonder who is left on Camino who like cares about them. Makes you wonder because they they you moved the uh, they moved the the Coruscant guard in. Um, and, you know they don't. I don't give a shit about them. Like it's raining here all the time. I miss I miss the uh, fucking the clone bar, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like they like they don't they don't like it there. Um, 
and yeah, it's almost like yeah, like who's left? Is it the kids? Like, are the kids the ones who mm. might actually even care about the tall neck people? <laughs> My teachers. Well, like it's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, what do they? Unless maybe it's like a mega that spurs them on a little bit. Because we don't know if all the Kaminoans are evil necessarily. No, and I don't. I don't think Nala say is either. No, I don't either. Um, I think it, I it's know. just. I don't it's know. Just, no, she was I don't think she's mean with fives. Well, yeah, it's just, well, that that wasn't good. But I. Think, it's just motivations. Yeah, like, that's they, it. They're different. Um, I don't think she's like sinister though. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, I I think there could be plenty of that. I mean, it could be you know just a bunch of like nurses who are like hey, um, and yeah, just the scientists. Uh, it's so yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thought though. I definitely, I definitely feel like we might be leading up to some sort of, again, one of my favorite missions from Battlefront Two, the original game, was the the clone uprising against the Empire. One of the interesting things about that is that I don't know if you do you remember that mission playing it. Mm-hmm. The person who helps out the Empire is Boba Fett. Damn. Now, would we see that in this? Or would he be, or would he be protecting them? Hmm. I think it would like, be interesting. I only care about Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and you killed her. Where is she? Yeah, is she uh, safe? Is she all right? Is she safe? Is she all right? Oh no. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, like smash cut to Tony. Just her like tongues hanging out, like dead on the floor. <laughs> like Snoke. Like, yeah, like exactly. And uh, and Lana's just like, well, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> She died. <laughs> I hope she died a noble death. She was delivering <laughs> money to kidnap a kid. <laughs> uh, um, I I like to think that maybe Boba would be like against the Empire, perhaps. Maybe yeah, maybe funnier. at this stage. Yeah, maybe like... that's the disintegration. I would yeah. say I would. I'm gonna say that he. My prediction is he probably would team up with the empire and the only reason i say that is they don't want they don't look at him and want to kill him in empire strikes back i think that he i think he sees the val i think he would see the value in in teaming up with them or staying out of this situation um maybe, maybe. just because I, like I feel like the empire it's hard would to know what his mindset him, is yeah you know? like yeah yeah it's, oh, but, it's just but also, it's weird yeah but also i feel like I feel like Vader doesn't care. Like I feel like he appreciates the fact that Boba is a bounty hunter, and they're gonna if they if their bounty is to, is to steal for the Empire. I feel like he's like, well, I get it, you know, sort of thing. Like who, who cares? I think and Vader would get it, but I don't think that the, the bureaucrats would. Do she though? I don't think. Like we don't need that. We don't need that kind. Yeah. 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 It's it's interesting to think about like where. Boba's head would be at this point mm-hmm. because we know a bit from Clone Wars that he's still got that so- a little bit of softness there um, and then we know from if if the Cad Bane design is indicative of said duel ha- already happening um, then we know he's gone through some shit some more stuff um, so it's just kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, is he hardened enough yet to be like, I don't care about them. I don't know. It's hard to say. And has um, he filmed the book of Boba? He's been in a Polynesian <laughs> spa. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what he's doing now. There we yeah. go. There we go. Like, he found his like, first Polynesian spa. Basically, I'm your sister and, uh, 
Cameron Owens have been out, outrun by the Empire. There are no words. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, that's what I like about this, like, relook at Boba Fett, is that he's not really... I know that there's, like, some comics like Bounty Hunters where they try to make him, like, the classic EU badass guy. But I still think in the canon, what we've got so far, there's not really much that says that he's just, like, outright, like, negative. Like, he's he's just doing his job. Yeah. He's paying the bills in a galaxy that's pretty shitty. Like, we, we naturally, we're, we're like, he's bad in Empire because we're on Han Solo's side. <laughs> we don't really want him to be put in uh, Carbonite. Yeah. But it was yeah. Just like, oh. He's not, I don't think he, he's not like <laughs> motivated in the same way Luke Skywalker is. Right. right? Like, yes. but like, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's like necessarily saying, whose life can I fuck up today? Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just the job, and that's the thing. Like, is he at the point in his life where he would say, "It's just the job"? I think it'd be I think it'd be pretty interesting if he wasn't, and they yeah. they brought him in. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah. If if that were the case, I don't know. I would. I would hope he would do something right. He, like, what if he sees like one of the little clone kids, and he's like, ah. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> he's a fucking... Okay, Boba Fett is Roy Kent, confirmed. Um, he's like, fuck Come on, it. you little bastard. Fuck do this. Now. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it, it cuts to like an up guard. And going, we can do this. We can fight against the Empire. And it just cuts to like the little kids, but like little clone phase one armor going, <laughs> how do guns work? No, oh, fuck. No. You want to be a bounty fuck. hunter? It's a shit job for dumb fucks. <laughs> Stupid bullshit. Um, I don't want to put people in carbonite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be that'd be really I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um if they if they expanded on Boba that way. Um but yeah, who knows? Who knows? Oh I'd love that, yeah. Um one of my things that I was thinking about actually recently about the book of Boba Fett was like how does he get out of the Sarlacc? And I thought, what if, what if we do see <laughs> Max <Rebo> someone? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that now. <laughs> um, someone who would, at this point, have skills. Because obviously, the, the Sarlacc is a creature, and I feel like if you're, you're going to deal with such a creature, you need to have like experience maybe hunting experience and I feel like who would have hunting experience and a, a lot of other skills at this point and have a reason to want to save Boba Fett now at this point Omega would be in her late 20s I'm just saying wouldn't it be cool if Omega is the one that helps him out <laughs> hello are you dead <laughs> She's just like throwing mental mix down. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> now he is robot, robot chicken moment. <laughs> He's throwing some fucking food down here. <laughs> then yeah. Ah, this is how we get the blue bantha milk story of Boba Fett eats a bucket of fried chicken into the cannon. Now we know how it works. A starving no. man. There you go. He's just like, 
Yeah, I also like the idea that a mega in a late like near thirties still speaks like that. Yeah, she, she ain't changing. Yeah. It, like all kids, they all stay that. They don't grow. Like you know, it's it's like uh, <laughs> you know, every a, a kid a kid will always be a kid. You know, no matter no matter what happens. Oh, Groove Omega. <laughs> he's, still, he's still alive. He's the only one left. Oh, dear. He's in the wheelchair. <laughs> on the <laughs> dune sand. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what a ride. Uh, why don't we go into our final little thing for this week's episode? <laughs> Hunter finds himself hunted. A boy. You know? Also, shout out to the. the the commandos that just wear the all white armor from Battlefront 2. Yeah. Um, they look pretty cool. Apart from that one oh. dude who got shot by the TKs. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, rough stuff for uh for CC blah blah blah. <laughs> CC six nine six nine. Lol. <laughs> um yeah, rough, rough day. Um but yeah, you know maybe you know, maybe uh, we saw Hunter survive, maybe maybe he yeah, knife as well. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, two knives. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, what what an ending! Like just th- everything about the escape was just like peak, peak tension, peak action, um, peak animation. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, ET is a great reference to the uh, yeah. first part. Um, and yeah, just and also even while we, they were doing all this we had the the sort of fun moments of omega and wrecker in the ship and i loved them playing the little game on on top of gonky <laughs> and then uh and then omega like worrying holding lula and she's like oh my god where are they <laughs> and uh and wrecker just being chill <laughs> he's, he's like well i forget the exact line he was like i'm i'm resting to be ready <laughs> um so yeah it, it was just—it was a very fun sort of like I've been here before, uh, you know. It's fine, and then things things ended up not being fine. But um, but yeah, no, just a, a really great uh, sort of action set piece to to wrap this one up. Yeah, Absolutely. and I love that we got to highlight um, with the use of the smoke grenades. Like, just they got to highlight some of Hunter's abilities to track people through all sorts mm. of oh, yeah. environments. There were so many things. Also, shout out to the Bad Batch for still keeping their stuff unstunned. I appreciate that. You yeah. got you got big old hearts. I appreciate you boys. Um, yeah. Speaking of stun, uh, King George, Scorch didn't die. It was the other dude. It's still it was going. The, yeah. It was the, the all-white commander that got uh, yeeted off the cliff. So, you know, Scorch is still there. He's having a little nap. <laughs> I think Scorch comes off the gunship when they... When they a corner wrecker. Oh, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Uh, I think. I think he's there. Um, but yeah, well, quick nap. Yeah, <laughs> she he shook it off. Um, but yeah, no, just just wild shit, man. And yeah, the the uh, what's it called? I I loved the. There was a specific moment where um, we now have seen, or we can now sort of. It's a uh, implied that Omega's had. A little bit of time behind the the wheel of the Marauder, mm-hmm. um, so she's a little more competent. But there's a specific time when Tech gets on the ship, and he's like, "That was sufficient. I will take over yeah. now." And <laughs> oh man, what I just I love that moment because oh, it reminded me so much of when Sirius Black shows up at the Ministry 
and he's like, you've done beautifully. Like, now get out and let me do this. And, and it was like that mix of pride with concern. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I love that. And I think like there's probably been, I think like good critique of sort of maybe the series as a whole of like tech and Echo being maybe the most underbaked, um, the least amount of time spent like specifically on them. Um, but I thought this episode in particular was really good for both of them, even when you can't like give them a, a focus story, but you can give them moments that really flesh them out more. And I think that moment from Tech was really was really great in his relationship with Omega because he's obviously been the one teaching her how to fly. And then also when um, when Hunter's like, you need to go, like get out of here and leave me. And Tech is like, oh. yeah, he's he's shaking. Yeah, yeah, he's like, uh, and it and it's just like again this thing like we've never been in this scenario before, um, and like you can imagine they've been through all sorts, mm-hmm. but leaving Hunter behind, like something was not right about that, and so it it was just it was a great sort of sequence for those kind of things. Um, they really really let them shine there. Yeah, and it's stressful because Hunter's clearly the leader. Hunter steers everything. Who who will lead them, or how will they co-lead? It's going to be an interesting and very dangerous task to get him back. Mm-hmm. And that last scene, I think that was the last scene, with Crosshair stepping up to the cell, just like, oh dang! Like I wanted the whole team, but I'll do. I I can take you. Like I'll deal with having you alone. I'm like, oh shoot! I hope they just kissed passionately, like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, kill me. I wanted the whole team, but you'll do. Uh. <laughs> this is how they find out about the, the chips, because he's like feeling his head. He's like, what's this scar? And then he's like, we can give you one too, baby. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this, is, this is my fanfic now. Um, but yeah, pretty ominous. <laughs> Omin- speaking nice, of, nice and ominous. Speaking of comparisons, I definitely got a big Rebels comparison of this one. Like, the way that the first season structured, like, so Kanan gets captured at the end of that episode, and then the, I reckon next week will be the similar to Rebels, where it's like the build up to getting back. Also, the Mandalorian, I guess, as well. Yeah, but I feel like it's more so Rebels because of the, just the way it is. And then the finale will be the big battle, and God knows where to get them back. I'm very much hoping that we get a big group together to help save it, more like the Mandalorian in terms of. Getting Rex, maybe Wolf, if that's the person we've seen. Be a big surprise if we expect it to be Wolf, but it's actually Cody. That'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> um, I would not know how to handle myself. Well, hopefully he, he does the right thing. Realizes that what he did to um to, uh, to, to poor Bogo wasn't was. There's no going back from that. He just eats himself into the water. Friendly <laughs> fire. He's <laughs> like, I'm I'm gone. Bye. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be oh, so wild. Oh, Hannah! He eats yeah. himself into the Polynesian spa. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, again, it's like going back to Omega right there. Like, her, she was like straight up freaking out. Like, we have to go back. We have to go back. Um, and again, it's like it's it's one of those things where I almost feel like the batch, they like they were very much being the adults in that scenario, right? Like, I don't think, I think they were very much that too. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, it was almost like we have, 
we have a job to to do right now in terms of getting us safe. But I think it's still the same thing. That, like like tech was tech was silent about it, but I think he was just about thinking the same thing um, as Omega. So it was again just just great. Um, you know, writing in the episode to illustrate all those different things and and have them sort of like you can tell they're feeling the same thing, but can can't express it the same way. Yeah. Um. And and yeah, it was it was just it was a lot, man. It was a lot to to end that episode on. I think it'd be cool if maybe like next week they go to Rex for help. Maybe Rex is like, I can't help you right now. Like we have to do this at one point at a time. And then what if we still like Echo get angry at Rex for the first time? Like no. He's our friend, our brother. We're going to save him. <laughs> we risk our life to save Gregor. Yep. And then Gregor's like, yeah, we can go get him. <laughs> I, that'd be, I think that'd be pretty cool. Like, yeah. There's like a big debate between the clones and the idea of what they should go do next. So I, 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 I do imagine that perhaps Rex is going around collecting these. I would imagine that maybe the Bad Batch told them about Hauser. Maybe Rex broke him out. Maybe what if he's hanging out with them? And they were like, they're yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because again, it was like, yeah, the way Hunter sort of like looked back at Hauser, it was very much like, I'm not going to forget about this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's part of why. I don't think he's he's. I don't think he's quite done, Mister Mister Hauser. Uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be really cool. Of him. So yeah, <laughs> merchandise. It's like the IG11 thing where like they made the figure and like what they killed him in the first episode. <laughs> It's like no, surely, surely there's a little more here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'll no, it'd be super cool if they bring like, they bring the sort of like not quite Avengers portals level, <laughs> but like sort of that feeling of like the good clones coming out and um, <laughs> and getting whomped. But uh, oh. but yeah, you know, little victories hopefully is what is what we'll see. Oh. And then, of course, the whole the whole crosshair of it all, you know, like that's going to play into the the uh, finale of that as well. And you know, what the success of him being either saved or descending further, like I don't know. I want to clarify. I'm about to bring up a thing, I, a theory I had the other day, and this theory I told Nikki. Alv, uh, I think I was. It was just randomly the other day. I just said it. I was like, "This is interesting." Um, Nikki, not only did he, he didn't have like a, a active response of anger or regret, but he just closed his laptop <laughs> and, and walked away <laughs> and left the call. Um, and that, and that, I said, "What if Crosshair puts a chip in Hunter?" <gasps> and and I was like. Hunter, about to... we've come to save you. I had to, like, like... to like hold my hand back to not do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like Doctor Strange love, you're like, oh no, oh no. Would that break our hearts? Yeah, it'd be rough. Yeah. Hunter kills everyone else immediately, and is like, oh god, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that'd be a lot. Said. That'd be a lot. Uh, oh no! Yeah. Sad. Anyway, thanks for that, Charlie. I'm gonna go lie down for a bit, but uh, I'm sorry. But yeah, no, I think I think it's it's gonna be a hell of an ending. Like, it's there's a there's so much on the table. Obviously, 
whatever it's gonna be, it's gonna look fucking awesome. Yeah, and we know that much. <laughs> like, it's gonna be so cool. Uh, so I even like even remember in the Clone Wars when I think season three was like the first time I noticed it, where even the, the like last episodes they kicked up the like the graphics. Like I think it was mm. like season three. It was like you know. It would get better than what it was, but then it got to those Ahsoka episodes being like hunted by the trained oceans, and it was just like upgrade. Um, <laughs> it's like it's like when the your team like wears the new jersey on like the last game of the season. <laughs> uh, like it, it feels like that. I wonder, I'm like oh my god, like what if the Bad Batch is just like, oh, hey, you thought this was good? Wait till you see this finale, and they just crank everything up a little more, and um, it's it's just it's just live action now, like. <laughs> it's just real it's yeah just... it's, it's happening real. in your living room <laughs> yeah wild i can't i can't wait it's gonna be the best well uh i'll say if you've got any questions for us uh please do send them in now whether that's on twitch or youtube we're gonna try and answer as many as we can before we wrap up but before we do that we do what we do every week which of course is our favorite moment we've got to get our good friend Yay. Amiga and Lula. Yay. And we will be doing our overall thoughts and score. Who wants to go first this week? Claire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're smiling, that counts. Dang. Um, wow. So this was another really great episode of The Bad Batch. It's one that has some serious setup for the end of the season and possibly another season of The Bad Batch. It, the, it, the music, the Kiners did such an incredible job. The sound effects from David Collins and the sound mixing team was it just everything was delicious. It was just scrumptious. It was really scrumptious. Um, they did an excellent job through the entire episode from start to finish with suspense. Anytime I get to see Rex, it makes me a happy little bunny on the inside. Not like happy bunny, but like a legitimately happy bunny. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so this episode, it just, from start to finish, it was just excellent. I I, am very nervous as to where we're going. I'm nervous for the future of Camino. I'm nervous for those sweet little boyos that we saw, our little boyo cadets on Camino. Um, there is a lot of things changing at this time and it really did put like the weight of what's going to happen during this transitional period into into play into the forefront here uh you know i love i love a crazy little giggle there were some seriously <laughs> funny moments there was some you know to break up the tension which i thought i really you know i really appreciated and uh yeah i'm excited and i let's and Hannah G in, in the I agree. If they save Hunter and leave Crosshair, I swear as well. I swear they can't. They just they can't, can't do it. It's um, like it would be like brothers. it would be like malpractice <laughs> on terms of on terms of Jennifer Corbett. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm gonna go all Scarjo on you. I'm gonna throw a lawsuit baby. because oh, like, no. yeah, like you cannot leave the like you cannot do that. He can't be left. Like no. there that has to be addressed. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But anyway, this episode, I'll get. I'm gonna give it a nine. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I just, it's hard to rank all these episodes. It really is because they're all. They've been so many just impeccably done episodes, and 
Yeah, I'm excited. It felt like a setup, and I'm excited to see the payoff from the setup this week. Absolutely. Nikki? Uh, yeah, uh, just amazing stuff again. We all, you know, we just spent better part of a, an hour and a half explaining it all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, without, without going too much rep repetition of all everything we've all said, you gave me Scorch in action, baby. Thank you. I thank you. I love you. Um, and then, yeah, just, again, a lot of chickens coming home to roost. War, uh, War Mantle, Camino, um, sort of the, the uh, whatever, the, the crosshair um, conversation with Rampart talking about, you know, like, like they have, they very much have a plan of, you know, what to do with these guys. Um, not going to be great. Uh, and then, yeah, just the, the tension of that ending, I think, was was amazing. And, it, you know, speaking of Scorch being in action, first time we got V-Wings in, like, fucking yeah. good action. Like, not just doing flyovers. Like, these guys were here to play and here to crash and here to get okay, shot don't down. Don't get me started. Okay. It was, <laughs> Charlie's a little bothered over there. It was very attractive <sighs> stuff. Um, and, yeah, man, it was just... It, a lot like just a lot of great stuff went into this episode um and you know you know my game already just stick another <laughs> stick another 10 lulas in there um but yeah just really really great stuff this was this was one where um you know a lot of stakes were were laid out a lot of uh um setups were I mean, Claire, Claire said it was a setup it is a setup and it was also the resolution of a lot of setups yeah so like it was just it was just a whole lot went into this. I can't believe it was still only like twenty some twenty six minutes or something. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's all set like it's all you know laying the table for a really great last two episodes. I think we're gonna be shocked and surprised and left wounded, but also left feeling good because that's what Star Wars does. That's what good storytelling does. Um, it take it gives and it takes. Um, so, yeah, I just I can't wait to see where this where this goes. It's gonna be gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, and and it was hooded Rex. Man didn't have time to take the hood down. It's it was raining. It was raining outside, and he had to go get his his food. Um, I like the idea of him with his voice going, "I'm not a clone." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, ignore the armor. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, just so many and just great, uh, like filmmaking techniques in in this. Again, just going back to the beginning, um, whatever whatever reference you want to make, just the the very specific lighting and shooting of the of Gregor being hunted. Um, yeah, just great, great filmmaking on on the, this whole stuff. So yeah, just you know how it is. It was it's a good ride, baby. I had fun on it. Had a blast. Give me those ten Lulas. Claire, did you give a score? Nine. 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 So nine, ten. Um, there's so much I could say about the episode that I'm not going to. I'm going to refer to a tweet I posted immediately after watching the episode, uh, and this is my review. Oh, maybe if I get rid of the actual banner, you can see it all. But yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh! Yep, that's my uh, that's my review for the uh, yeah. pretty holistic. 
experience right there. (laughs) 10 out of 10 for me, I was enthralled. I love the the animation was the best it's been, the, the sound design. Like when you can focus on the specific little sound design moments, that just shows you how great this episode is. Um, the storytelling moved up a notch. Like you said, that scene where you get to see like Tex hand literally like shake because he doesn't quite know what he's got to do. And again, I think what people misunderstand is that Tex uh, reliance on factual evidence and this is how things work isn't always a benefit. It's also his weakness. Yeah. And that's it's very Mentat from Dune. Very Mentat. He can Absolutely. reason with the best of him, provided he has been given all of the information that is correct. If he has exactly. all of that, you cannot outsmart him. Oh, I, Dune. Dune references in the chat. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I mean, stuff like that is often so much to cover up for an insecurity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so, yeah. I mean, that, and that's what makes them great. It's like they're. Their specific strengths are like lead to weaknesses. Like that's what makes them great characters. Um, so yeah, it's it's good stuff. But yeah, sorry, sorry for interrupting your review, Charlie. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Also, um, just just beautiful, yeah. sexy. Yeah. Um, whenever I see an Imperial Clone Wars ship, it's it's like a mixture of emotions because I'm like, look at you. This is your twilight hour. You, you, you're going to go soon, but I'm going to I'm going to enjoy you for the, for the time I've got left. I hope we do see like a bit more of that. Like if we do get to see like episode like an episode with maybe Vader in it, I'd like to see him in the um like the black Ella two fighter, like from episode three. Oh, that yeah. figure that came out the ship and yeah. it was, like the Vader one. I think they used it in Lords of the Sith. Um, yeah, that but, was in. Um... I think some Legends books, and then, yeah, I think Lords of Sith, he's still using it. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, super cool. And, yeah, the V-Wings look pretty cool. Uh, that's Yeah, but I think that's pretty much it. So, a decent 9.5 overall. Pretty great score. We're good. 9.75 anyone... or something, because there were two 10s. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's going gonna, that's gonna <laughs> to shift that up a little. Okay, nerd. Let's do some math. <laughs> That's one thing I never wanted to hear during a Star Wars discussion. Let's do math. You can tell who's not tech around here. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Nikki? <laughs> um, I think I don't think we've got many questions. So I think that's all we've got time for this week. Thank you so much to everyone who has watched us. But if you want to find more from the Imperial Senate podcast, then <laughs> I've got a surprise for you. Good news. So, you can find us on Instagram at Imp. Is it Imp Senate Pod or Imperial yeah. Senate Pod? On Instagram. Oh, yeah, on Instagram, yeah. Imperial Senate Pod. And on Twitter at Imp Senate Pod. There we go. It's there. Oh, look at that. There we go. Um, where can we find us all individually, though? Claire, you can go first because you did the same with the review yeah so you can find me obviously on twitter and instagram at c stribs uh there i am look at me look at how i look at me over there um so you can find me there you can catch me monthly on bro axiom 
I'm up now a part of the Quick Shot team, which means every month I'll be reviewing the new Dr. Afra comic. I'm super excited because she's great and I love her and she's all mine now. Blah. And um <laughs> <laughs> and let's see here. Oh, you can catch me every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Central Time on the Imperial Senate Podcast Twitch account. I'll be streaming Battlefront 2. I'll be streaming probably other things at some point. Eventually, we're going to put Twitter polls and stuff up there so that you can decide what you want me to be bad playing video games and drinking wine to. So just saying. It's a really great time. A lot of familiar faces in the chat. And we it's always just a blast just hanging out with people and and just playing video games so i think that's it i think that's all i'm up to yeah be a busy bee nikki hey everyone you can follow me at uh Nequitius, as it says on the screen right there um that's on twitter and yeah let's uh let's nerd out over the bad batch Got premier league starting in a few days now not too long so if you want to nerd about premier league be there too um and then if you want to catch another show I do, that is the One and Done Film Club. There we go on Apple Podcasts right there. Um, you can follow that show on Twitter at one, the letter N, done show. And uh, we got some fun stuff coming out. We recorded another commentary for a Rejects episode. Um, so that was a fun watch. And then we'll be right back at it with season two in the fall. And then you can also catch uh, me do some more stuff on the Imperial Senate Patreon account. So if anybody is interested or is already a member or is interested in joining um, that, we have the Sacred Jedi Bricks that I do with Reed Devaney of the Babble Bubble, um, where we watch all the Lego Star Wars stuff. And then we got some other shows coming out probably later this month on Patreon as well. So definitely come check that out. Uh, come lend us your ears and your... <laughs> cash money and uh and um and you can hear some of the fun stuff we have there awesome uh don't forget that if you like the show we of course are a podcast for first most and foremost so don't forget to check us out on all the podcast platforms but if you have uh, apple podcasts or itunes please do leave us a review specifically if you're in the uk we need a lot more uk reviewers because currently we are a little bit lower right now. But look at that. Look at all those pretty cool reviews there. Not bad. People like the show. And if you like the show too, why don't you give us a nice little... I like the nice guy I like the guy who's like, it's moist, but only four stars worth of moist. <laughs> I don't think we're moist enough. We we're can not be moist moister. Uh, we got to get in on that again. We got to get in on that. We're letting the people uh, down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we talked about Camino today. It's a little bit more moist. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to find find, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at cmw. The West Country. <laughs> 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 um, and on Instagram at Charlie M W Ashby. Uh, you can also support me on Patreon and Ko-fi, The links which are available on my Twitter bio from my link tree URL, which you can see here. And there's a little H. TTPS link for you there. So if you just want to see all that information, you want to see my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, everything, commissions, all of that's there. Everything in a one handy spot. We also have one for the Imperial podcast, but we'll update that soon. But yes, all we got time for this week. You got anything else to say, guys? I love this stuff.
I mean, I'm gonna be so mad, or not mad, I'm gonna be sad when it's when it's done. Hey. Oh, thank you, Matt. Thank um, you, Matt. But yeah. And yeah, yeah. Me I'm so mad. Like two weeks, man. That's all we got left, and then. I mean, yeah, we got like you know, we got other stuff. We got Marvel kicking back in again, but like, there's that sweet embrace of Star Wars. Nothing can quite touch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I and I still. Or I guess don't... we have visions, but you know, it's it's different yeah. storytelling. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with the idea that like, when people are like, yeah, so, but we've got Marvel stuff. Like I, you know me, I love Marvel stuff. Pond Division. Don't forget to check that out on the Charlie Ashby Network. Um, but. It's not the same as Star Wars. Like Star Wars has a very specific feeling. So and so does Marvel. Like while I do feel like I don't think you can have like a constant Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. I feel like Star Wars needs to have a little room to breathe. But I still I'm still gonna be really upset. And I don't think Marvel can feel that specific Star Wars at all. I mean at least like me. at least like for me at least. I mean we sh- we share Star Wars with more people. Yeah, you know, and it's like I mean, we we don't sit here and do. I mean, Charlie does. But three we, of us don't, don't sit here and do a Marvel show. Um, we don't play with toys either, do we? Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but but yeah, no, it, it's just it it hits different. Um, so yeah, it's uh it's gonna be a little bittersweet when we when it's time for break. Absolutely, but we'd have earned it. <laughs> yes, we have. We're gonna be going back to the core audio episode. So if you've missed us over there, then we'll be back. But in the near future, there will be videos coming onto this channel, which I will be planning, and you will hear more about later. Oh, look at that. What a, what a tease. That, that was a Damn. post-credit scene and a half. Thank you. Thank there you go. I wouldn't be surprised if Samuel Jackson walked through Claire's door right now. <laughs> you have no idea what to expect. Um, yeah, and also, another reason to check out the, um, the Patreon fires piece is that we're going to be doing a show that we haven't done for a while called After Dark, which <laughs> is what it says in the tin. It's us free talking about or whatever. doesn't necessarily have to be. A, it's mostly not about Star Wars, but it, it, we're not going to say that it doesn't yeah. pop up from time to time because we're us. And hot I will say mess. it is a hot mess because usually I do it after a couple glasses of wine. So maybe ready. we should maybe we should all drink. Before <laughs> yeah, I'll get I'll get prep. That's a uh, pre-show prep. <laughs> <laughs> Like we don't all do it normally. <laughs> yeah, it's for the show. There we go. Well, that's all we've got time for this week. Thank you for checking us out. We'll be back next time with the last two episodes of The Bad Batch. But until then, may the force be with you. See ya. <laughs>